0: Hello, everybody. Greetings, salutations. Welcome to this grand day out, but in, but definitely not out. Don't go outside. It is full of germs and and things and and horrible things, and nasty things. Ew, gross. Anyway, this is a grand day out. You're probably wondering to yourself. Dave, you sound a little bit different today. That is because I'm performing this to a very, very select few people. And this time we are even joined by a podcast cat. Are you going to say hello, podcat? Podcat? Come on. Come on, podcat. No, he he doesn't want to know. It's worth a try. Anyway, so what have we got this time? On this weird and wonderful grand day out. So I can tell you we're going to be discussing maybe two, maybe three things. So the first thing we're going to do is discuss a film. A new film. Sort of. (laughs) So we're going to discuss Ashens and the Polybius heist. Because I finally got my Blu-ray backer DVD from Bandcamp. Not Bandcamp. Band camps later. I finally got my <laughs> my Indiegogo pledge for Polybius Heist, and yay! I've I've had an email link to it in my in in my inbox for about well for a couple of months now. I was like, no, I'm gonna wait. on Blu-ray, and it's gonna be amazing. So for those of you not in the know, Ashen's in the Polybius Heist features one YouTube star. Stalwart, uh, (laughs) stalwart, featuring Mr. Stuart Ashen, aka Ashens, and it's a long awaited sequel to Ashens, the quest for the game child, I think it was called. Yes, so let's kind of get more into the nitty gritty of this thing. Um, I I quite enjoyed it overall, all things considered. I really love the intro sequence where it's it's done in the same style as Game Child again, so it's an animated sequence. There's lots of nice little niche references to James Bond. It's, the whole song itself, I think, is done by Gaming Muso, a.k.a. James Marsh, and it's a total love letter to James Bond themes of years gone by. I could definitely hear uh, the theme from Casino Royale, Daniel Craig one. You know my name? by chris cornell so that was quite nice there's certain parts of that with that and in the intro style as well it's really really cool in comparison with game chart though this one is a more ensemble piece and it's got a different tone and all around overall feel which kind of brings a different level to it which is really nice you get to see the actors kind of playing off each other and things like that what shocked me the most is the fact that the production venue is actually really bloody good. Considering it's a low-budget indie film where maybe about, I think, the majority of its uh, budget was raised on Kickstarter, Indiegogo, one of those. It looks really good. Really, really, really really good production values and money's put well to to good use and so on and so forth. Uh, the, The gags are a little bit obvious, but they're still pretty funny when they do land and they do hit. My only problem is, is that the plot really does seem a bit thin on the ground. And a lot of the time it just seemed like there was kind of plot holes. I think they might have needed one more rewrite just to really, really get it perfect. Not That's not to say that, you know, it's entirely a bad film. It's just, like I say, I think it needed that rewrite and it would have been absolutely perfect. If you're a fan of that there Stuart Ashen and Ashens and that kind of thing, it's definitely worth getting a look in for sure because it is quite a lot of fun. What? What is it? You've interrupted me during my meditations. Look, I don't have time for your constant babbling. Wait! A sense of disturbance. Zunk? Something- have not felt for a long time. They're back. In our darkest moment, they have returned with power-up. The new album from ACDC. What can I say, I'm a big ACDC fan and this album really, really hit the spot. I won't lie, I've totally been air guitaring around my place listening to this. There's not much I can say other than it's fucking ACDC. If you haven't listened to this, go listen to it. It's the cure for your lockdown blues. I must leave you. My air guitar calls to me. <laughs> Moving on now, we're getting into the main crux of the episode. This is why I am performing this in a select corner of the internet that nobody else knows about, because I'm going to play then the songs. Unfortunately, you viewers, listeners, viewers, this isn't TV. The listeners at home aren't going to be able to hear it, whereas these select few people are going to get to hear the songs in entirety. Mainly because I want to encourage people to go out and buy this stuff. Be good. So, I said at the end of uh, the December Grand Day out episode, the Bandcamp Friday wasn't going to come back. How wrong I was, because it's come back again this year in full force. Hooray! We like Bandcamp Friday. We picked up some really quite weird and wonderful uh, selections this time around. So for those of you not in the know, Bandcamp Friday, once again, is a Friday due to germs and coronavirus pandemic and artists aren't allowed to go touring playing live and that kind of thing so they've mostly been relegated indoors and as a result Bandcamp have done their part to help these artists out by one day a month giving all of their fees to the bands Bandcamp's a bit funny because you can get a lot of weird and wonderful stuff so we're going to start with the good stuff first before we move on to the more, shall we say, odd? So, followers of the show will know that I found such classics as Clown Core on there. I found MC Lars, System of Down, put their new music out on there, Adolkan, and things like that. So, a lot of that does turn up. However, the first one we've got to talk about is main stalwarts of the show now. It's, uh, it's only bloody Goblin. You're going, hang on, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. You're going Goblin. Which which version of Goblin is this, Dave? So I'm going to tell you now. This is Goblin Rebirth, not to be confused with the one the version of Goblin featured on Bandcamp Friday uh, last year with Claudio Simonetti Goblin. Are you following this? Because I'm as confused <laughs> as you are. So Goblin Rebirth mainly consists of the rhythm section from the original band themselves. They're from from Italy, and they play basically the stuff that they wrote when they were all together working on on music for soundtracks and things. And, uh, yeah, Bandcamp has got their two albums on there. So they've actually got their debut album on there, which released in 2015 on the Relapse Records label called Goblin Rebirth self-titled and then they've got their own self-funded one on there as well called Alive which is basically live versions of the stuff that they used to play back in the 70s and the 80s it's really, really really good (laughs) I really wanted to get some physical copies of these but at the moment due to the fact that Britain is currently undergoing Brexit uh, I didn't think it was wise at the moment while we're still trying to figure out a and things and caught accustomed because I've had that recently. So unfortunately I couldn't import anything. Along with the live album, I bought their debut album which is called Goblin Rebirth by Goblin. Now I was just speaking to a couple of people while a couple of tracks were playing. Again, I'm very sorry listeners at home, you will... You need to buy these tracks to hear them. So I was just speaking to a couple of people. And it's amazing because I saw the Claudio Simonetti version of Goblin actually at the Union Chapel uh, playing to the Dawn of the Dead and they were live soundtracking it. And it's very interesting because that band are more upfront in the mix with their keyboards and they're more disco-y and funky, which is really quite odd. Well, keyboard-driven, I understand, because Claudio has kind of in the name, and he is the keyboard player. Go- what I really like about Goblin Rebirth, however, is that all of the band get their own separate kind of things. They gels together better. And as a result, it's a lot heavier, and it's a lot what I would consider to be true Goblin. That's not, a, like, shit on Claudio Simonetti's Goblin, because they're doing their own thing. It's fantastic in their own right. But if I didn't realise that there was like 20 different versions of Goblin going, this would have been the one that I would have gone for, for sure. Goblin Rebirth, absolutely amazing. Love them so much. So happy I found them on Bandcamp. Definitely worth checking out if you like your prog. So the next band we've got to talk about, they're called Shit Piss. (laughs) Now, I originally bought this thinking that it was going to be an absolute... Basically, I thought it was going to be a troll. And actually, it's really, really good. (laughs) So... Is fronted by a guy called Captain Shitpiss. He's a studio-based solo effort. Yeah, playing homemade homemade punk, skater punk. Uh, it's actually really good. It's it kind of um, reminds me of my youth when I was really heavily into Blink One Eighty Two and Green Day and even kind of there's I can hear flecks of kind of fallout boy in there and even some of the newer stuff like *Love and Atlantis and things like that it's actually surprisingly good so highlight tracks from here for sure is the opening track Eating Pudding there's another track called Oh To My Cat which is really really cool uh, Chef Rory is absolutely hilarious it's basically talking about how his friend called Rory puts mayonnaise on the pizza those are the lyrics pretty much by the way <laughs> Really, really good. And then they've got their own self-titled song called Shit Piss. Because, of course, they have. It looks like they've got two albums on Spotify. But for whatever reason, only the self-titled album is on Bandcamp. Which is really, really weird. So I'm hoping at some point uh, the other album is going to go on to bandcamp so I can buy that and help support shitpiss. <laughs> from May twenty ninth, twenty twenty. And I think funnily enough he's actually from Norwich. where they're based. Where he's based. Anyway. It seems like all of the talent on the internet seems to one you know, possibly come out of Norwich. I don't I don't even know what's going on at this. <laughs> but Shit Piss is definitely worth a look should you get a chance. I mean, they are on Spotify, so you can, you can get it on Spotify and just give it a listen there. So. so the next one we're going to talk about is a band called Not Amused. I'm not entirely sure how I came across this band, but you will probably notice that I've gone quite punky this time. So we had Shit Piss, which is really quite punky, and then we've got Not Amused, which again is another kind of punky band. I don't know what it is this month but just punk skate punk it's just it's just joyous isn't it it's it kind of reminds me a lot of uh, my teenage years when I was really into like i said green day blink 182 and stuff like that now i've not given this one as many listens as i have to shit piss mainly cuz shit piss is so so very catchy and it manages to scratch that nostalgic itch that I really didn't know I had, but not amused. Like I say, it's it's really good. From what I can tell, they seem to still be going now. They've got they've kind of got a lot, a couple of split singles and EPs, as is the way for kind of uh, punk bands and stuff from the early '90s. But yeah, not amused. With with an album called Not Amused, pretty good. Worth a look in, should you get a chance. If you like your punk, kind of 90s style, I guess. Funnily enough, they are doing more Band Camp Friday. They're doing another one, I think it's going until possibly April, May. So you at least got a, two more episodes like this, I'm afraid, people. I'm very, very sorry. So I know what you're thinking. You're going, Dave, normally you buy... Some riot old crap off Bandcamp. Let's look at Clowncore, Cage Grind Noir, and things like that. Oh boy, have I got the thing to satiate you all first? We are now going to take a look at a wonderful band called Gimli, son of Glowing. Yes, that Gimli. From Lord of the Rings. <laughs> this is, I don't, again, I don't even know how I found these. So, this album, they've got two albums currently on band count. So, the first album is called The Most Noble Adventures of Erebor's Finest Son in His Quest to Butcher Orcs and Save the World. And the second album, which came out of December uh, 2020 last year, At Last, Durin's Mightiest Son Returns. To go to the field of battle with an axe in hand and glow in heart, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh so they're very, very short, stabby metal songs, but they just happen to feature our boy Gimli <laughs> from Lord of the Rings films, and uh yeah, lots of different quotes and things. I can't really say more about it than that. Their little, like, six-minute EPs or something like that. There's two on there. <laughs> if you like your metal with a little bit of rolling in between, uh, give give them a listen because yeah, it's worth a look. Memory serves. have actually put up some merchandise as well, so T-shirts and things. I can't seem to find them right now because I'm looking. But maybe it's worth a look, although, to be fair, probably a good chance. DMS and uh, cease and desist letters, that kind of thing, given that album covers and things are is actually hand-drawn pictures of Gimli. I'll tell you what we do need to do. I need to tell you the names of the tracks. So we've got A Night of Revels in the Hollowed Halls of Dane's Mountain Realm, Foully Seized by the Hands of a Pointy-Eared Elvish Princeling, You've got the ever-changing attitude of dwarves to aerial combat. Reflecting upon the swathes of orcs I have slain, the size of your beastly foe does not grant it plurality, uh, a pledge of brotherhood and fellowship in darkened times. <laughs> I, I, I'm i lost for words, but it's so, so very good. If you like your metal trolling, then this is definitely... Yeah, trolling? See what I did there? Trolling? Lord of the Rings? Nah. Clever. If you've always felt the metal needed more dwarves, <laughs> axe wielding dwarves killing orcs, then Gimli Son of Glowing has oh, definitely got you covered. <laughs> so, last band, last band, last band, last band. So, I didn't pick up, I picked up a fair bit this time. So, this is the chunk of this episode is going on to Bandcamp Friday, I'm afraid. People watching live right now can actually see my Bandcamp page and they know exactly what will be coming next. So it's a very tiny, small, known band called Full Toilet. Just going to let that sit and just let that wait for a moment. Yeah, Full Toilet. (laughs) So, again, really weird. It's another kind of punky one. This one had a really nice-looking 7-inch uh, 45-speed RPM vinyl that I very nearly considered perching. But again, with the whole of uh, Brexit and import tariffs and things at the moment not exactly finalised and things like that, I, I didn't want to in case it got lost or what have you. But... For what it's worth, Full Toilet is actually pretty fucking good as well. <laughs> I bought it thinking Full Toilet—that's a really weird name for a band—and it says Why. Why is the album that I bought? It's called Why, as in the word Why, not a letter Y. And it—and the album cover is—it's a world in a in like the back of us a, a rubbish skip, and it says rubbish. Um, yeah, I mean it's odd but it's very punky. It's kind of very... It's almost grindcore kind of, in a way, because uh, they're really short, stabbing tracks, kind of not to the same heaviness as grindcore is, but more kind of... I guess, yeah, I guess the original saying of punk would be pretty much where I would knock it down to. So this one actually came out... At the time of recording, we're the 13th of uh, February. It's all behind the curtain. So this one actually came out on the 13th of January 2021. Like, what? Really? So this album's only like five minutes long because the, hour, because the tracks are just so short and concise and they kind of punch you in the face. By the time you realise what's going on, it's, it's already over. So once again, I have to say, I'm very sorry, people listening at home. You're not going to get to hear this. Don't forget to go on Bandcamp and give support to these bands because they really do deserve it, and they are genuinely amazing stuff. Full Toilet is just one of those bands that I just, I don't even know. (laughs) The whole EP is an absolute mindfuck. For lack of a better word. The highlights off of why, though, has to be Jacko has her say. It sounds like a cat just going, meow, meow. <laughs> that's absolutely mad, absolutely mad. So there is another <laughs> EP that I did buy, and that's, again, by Full Toilet, and it's called I Disagree. So, again, this is kind of another hardcore... Uh, punk sort of sounding thing. I honestly don't think it's as good as Why, but I mean, I will take everything by this band because, sure, I like different. I like, I like it. So, yeah, full toilet. I mean, what more can I say? To be honest. And now we come ca- very final purchase of Bandcamp Friday, February 2021. The very final purchase I made was... Relapse, 30 years, 1990 to 2020. So this is Relapse Labels' 30th anniversary celebration. So it's round about... Let's have a look. Just remind myself, 241 tracks selections from the Relap album label. And at name your own price for 240 tracks. That's a hell of a lot of variety there. So, this is actually ironically where I found out that Goblin Rebirth was actually on Bandcamp Friday on, on Bandcamp even, so that was uh, quite a disco- discovery in itself, and I'm quite pleased about that, but for a name-your-own-price thing, for like 240 tracks of heavy metal, of varying different styles, and rock of dif- different genres and things, you really can't argue with it. Let Let's be honest, so there's, there's, there's some great bands on here that I'm going to look to be able to kind of look into a bit more and discover so bands like Bongzilla I mean I'd heard of but I hadn't really heard of heard anything by them there's job there's bands like Toxic Holocaust Ringworm you know agoraphobic nosebleed which I'd heard of but I've never heard any of this stuff I've now got the chance to kind of listen to all this stuff that I've always been curious about but never really um had had a chance to kind of uh you know want to spend money on to be honest so uh yeah i think we'll give our our taste of some of this to my lovely audience that are watching right now uh, i can see somebody's laughing at bongzilla so i think we should probably bake some bongzilla think <laughs> with that I think that's pretty much going to round up uh, another episode of uh, Grand Day Out. As much as I hate to say it. Um, yeah. Uh, not going to lie. Not really a lot to talk about this time. Just a lot of Bank Friday. Don't worry. It will return again next month. So I guess all that's left to say is what is coming up on the future this year, 2021, of Anyone for Seconds. Um, I think we're going to be trying, trying to aim to try and keep it weekly for sure, because I wasn't planning for it to be a weekly podcast last year, but uh, I found myself with a lot of drive because of germs and lockdown to kind of do more as like a hobby to do a bit more which is quite nice i'm hoping to get some guests on this this time around this year so we'll we'll see how that goes if there's anyone you would like to hear from or you know or yourselves want to be on the show let me know get in contact with us like i say we're on twitter on facebook where you can always email us as well so there is that. Uh where are we now in terms of episodes gone out and such? So Valentine's Day was the last episode that's gone out. Hope you enjoyed that. Fifty Church of the Graves. is <laughs> what a weird film. This week uh you've got a video game episode coming. So that should hope to be a lot of fun. And then looking further. Still into the future, we've got a couple of uh, specials lined up already. Uh, one or two have been recorded and in the bank, which I hope you're kind of gonna kind of enjoy. Oh, streaming! Uh, gonna start streaming again very soon on Twitch. Got we're gonna finish off Resident Evil Five on the professional mode for those of you who watched it last year and go. I need to know how it ends. That is coming this year. Don't panic at some point. Don't know when. Work has been so very busy at the moment I've not really had a chance to even streaming. And as always we are podcast first and streaming second. But I've got a game or two that I'd really quite like to stream this year. Uh, also, hopefully fingers crossed touch work, I want to organise a uh, watch-along again. Similar to how we did it in October and again in in uh oh good what was it santa sleigh similar to how it was in december uh i'm thinking possibly putting out another poll like it did in October to see what people want to view i'm thinking possibly maybe meet the feebles peter jackson don't know how that sounds to people get in contact let me know or possibly three ninjas at high noon or something like that I'm looking at March because I've got a couple of days here and there a holiday in March to take so we'll we'll see how it goes so I think with that, I think we're pretty much gonna gonna wrap up just thank you very much for listening and sticking with us through this absolute strange year and uh yeah thanks again stay safe you got this. this is where the ending theme is going to go. Uh,